All right, let's get the show started. I'm your host, Victor Morrow, for the Victor Morrow Show. You can find me at uh, victormorrowshow.com. That is victormorrowshow.com. Um, in the news, the White House has reportedly asked the Pentagon for military plans to strike Iran. This is coming from truth, the truthseeker.co.uk. Okay. Um, it says the White House requested options for a military strike against Iran last September. This is a report by the Wall Street Journal uh, that was revealed on Sunday. Uh, it says it. Citing, inciting uh, current and former U.S. officials, the request reportedly made the National Security Council, led by National Security Advisor John Bolton, alarmed Pentagon and State Department officials. Uh, that's what the journal wrote on Sunday. The council made the move uh, after an Iranian-aligned group fired missiles it's a Baghdad's diplomatic quarter, uh, which hosts the U.S. embassy in Iraq. It says, but no one was harmed. Okay. Now, this is coming from Truth Seeker. And uh, they post a lot of conspiracy stuff on here. So, you have to be aware of that. <clears throat> However, this is... Um, Something I wanted to talk about because Trump is in a awkward position, situation right now. He's in an awkward position. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, he beats his chest and talk about fake news, this, and calls people stupid and... um. He always puts on a brave face. However, I believe Trump is shaking in his boots. Um, all these investigations have put people away from his team, his former lawyer, telling on him. It's enough to make anybody with skeletons in their closet a little nervous. Now, a president always has one card up his sleeve whenever he's facing political trouble or impeachment. And that card is called the war card. Because you will never see a president impeached in a time of war. Okay. One of the first things Clinton did when he was facing impeachment was start striking uh, Baghdad. Okay. He was trying to stir something up to take the focus off of his impeachment. 
So why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because Trump needs a way out of this mess that he's in. And this could very well be his way out. This could very well be his way out. And not only is it a way out, but Trump supporters will support it. So it's a it's a it's a win win kind of a situation for him to uh, at least start something with Iran. You know what I mean? Whether it's all out war, or whatever. He's the king of distraction. Trump is really good at that. Even even this whole shut down the government thing. If you look at the timing of it, Trump could have pushed for the wall. Let's see, he's been president for two years now. Trump could have actually pushed for the wall for the past two years if he was that, you know, that adamant about it. If he was, if he was that serious about getting the wall, if it was that important, he could have pushed to get this wall two years ago. But being the slickster and the con artist that he is, and he's slick, I got to give him that, you know. The man was probably a multimillionaire and convinced people that he was a billionaire. Um, and, he, and he was a billionaire at one point, but he's a slick dude. Okay? But this could very well be his way out of trouble. I would not be surprised. Not saying that it's, it's a guarantee. I'm, I'm, you know, because this is my show. I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm not saying it's a guarantee that he's gonna do something with Iran. So, don't hold it against me and say, "Oh, you said he's gonna go to war with Iran." I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying it's in the cards. It's a hand that he could play. Especially if it gets really, really bad for him. And depending on what comes out in the Mueller report, um, who knows what kind of information. Just like he's doing with the government shutdown, that's a big distraction. Now, I know Trump supporters will never understand that. And they'll say, oh, I'm just some liberal, snowflake liberal. But first of all, I'm not a liberal. <laughs> I'm independent. Okay. I'm independent. And I'm not one of those people you got to convince that there's a deep state. I already know that there's a deep state. My thing is, is that Trump is working for the deep state. He's not anti-deep state. Just because he comes out there and screams fake news, he's not going to fool me. He may fool you. He doesn't fool me. Okay. Um. So I look at Trump as a person that will play this card if necessary. A war with Iran makes sense at this point. It doesn't make sense at all, but I'm talking about from his perspective. See, that's something you have to do sometimes. Sometimes you have to look at the position that a person is in 
or this situation and uh, remove your emotion and just rationalize things and see things the way they're seeing it. If you're a president that could possibly be facing impeachment, this is in the cards, okay? Um, let me um, continue to read this part right here. It says, uh, according to the publication, uh, this is talking about the uh, the journal, says, according to the publication, it remains unclear whether President Donald Trump himself knew about the, um, the request, whether the Pentagon ultimately delivered military options to the White House, and if concrete, if, if concrete attack plans against the Islamic Republic were actually formulated. But officials will, um, who spoke to the publications confirmed that the Defense Department did, did indeed comply with the National Security Council's request to develop those options. Okay. Um, let me see, we're coming up on time. So I'm going to come back in a minute and uh, I'll get my final thoughts on this part. Um, you're listening to the Victor Morrow Show, and I'm your host, Victor Morrow. VictorMorrowShow.com. Okay, let's get back into it. Um, this is from The Sun. Um, they did a report on the White House uh, demanding Iran strike options from the Pentagon. A Reuters source said Sunday the Pentagon was asked to draw plans for striking Iran last fall. That confirms a report initially run by the Wall Street Journal, which said the White House national security team, led by John Bolton, had asked for strike options. That decision came after a group of militants aligned with Tehran fired off three mortars into an area of Iraq's capital, home to the U.S. Embassy last September. The journal said the request sparked alarm among Pentagon and State Department officials, but it wasn't clear if President Donald Trump knew of the request or whether serious plans for a U.S. strike against Iran ever took shape. The State Department hasn't commented on the report. The Pentagon and National Security Council said they provide the president with options for a variety of threats. Tensions have been escalating between the U.S. and Iran after Trump pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal last year and reimposed sanctions in a bid to rein in its missile program and its influence in the region. The decision to abandon the Iran deal came one month after Bolton took over as national security advisor in April. Bolton is known for his relentless focus on trying to isolate Tehran and cripple its economy by reimposing tight sanctions. Okay, so there you have it. Um, again, my, my thoughts are simple as this. This, to me, is political strategy. And I think that Trump is smart enough to pull it off because his supporters are blind. They don't get politics. They don't, they, they believe. Once you get people to, to believe you and believe in what you say you are, even when you show them a different face, they'll believe it. They'll believe what you pretend to be. So I don't expect Trump supporters to stand against this. So he will, I would actually think that it would probably work in his favor. 
because I really believe that there's something inside this report. I believe that Trump is definitely linked to Russia. I would even go as far as to say, if I'll be honest with you, I believe he's a Russian agent. I don't think he was always a Russian agent. I thought he I think he was bought and paid for. I believe that he is Putin's little poodle. You cannot tell me that when you see Trump next to Putin, that you don't see someone who is under submission. I don't care how much of a Trump supporter you are. You cannot tell me. The Obama administration was ready, damn near ready to go to war with Russia. A lot of people don't remember this. A lot of people have short memory. It got really heated between the United States and Russia. At the very end of the Obama administration, a lot of people don't know this. But Trump came in and changed all that. Now, some people might say, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with having peace with Russia? It's not even about that. Putin has said openly, openly, that he has weapons, missiles that can penetrate U.S. defenses and even put up um, a display showing the missiles hitting Florida. If I remember correctly, maybe if I could find a clip, I might bring it up. I might pull it up. Oh, how quick do you people forget Russia is not an American ally. If Listen, listen to me. Anybody, let's say you have two gangs or two mafia families, and they may not be at war, but if one of the families walk past the other family and flashes a gun as if to say, listen, I can shoot you at any time, that's a threat. That's a damn threat for Putin to put it out there in the public on display and show that he has weapons that could penetrate U.S. defenses, U.S. military defenses. That is Putin bitch smacking the President of the United States. That's a bitch smack to the face. And you cannot get around that. That is one of the most disrespectful things that you can do. Because while Trump was getting on Rocket Man and talking trash to Iran, because this was during the same time, he sits there and lets Putin display his missiles right out in the open and didn't do shit. So I don't want to hear none of this big bad talk from Mr. Trump. You want to consider strikes against Iran, 
but you let Putin walk you like a dog, like a little puppy. That man ain't an agent of Russia. If he's not an agent, then Russia <laughs> needs to fire their other agents. <laughs> because if he's not an agent and he's that loyal, <laughs> then they need to get rid of their other agents. Because he sets the bar. He's just, he sets the standard for loyalty. When it comes to Putin, there's nothing that Putin can do wrong in the eyes of Donald J. Trump. Let's be honest. Okay, just in case you forgot about the uh, new weapon or new missile that Putin supposedly has, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Um, but I do have the old clip. This is from 2018. Um, Putin claiming that he has a nuclear missile that can penetrate pretty much any military defense. Now, that should be a cause for an alarm, but it's not under the Trump administration. So I'm going to play this old clip just in case you forgot. President Vladimir Putin says Russia is now ready to deploy a new hypersonic nuclear missile as soon as next year. This is all according to Reuters. This is some new video from the, the Russian government, and it appears to show officials test firing that new weapon today. Putin said in part, quote, this test, which is just finished, ended with complete success. From next year, 2019, Russia's armed forces will get the new intercontinental strategic system Avangard. It's a big moment in the life of the armed forces and in the life of the country. Russia has obtained a new type of strategic weapon. All of this coming as the U.S. prepares to pull out of the intermediate intermediate range nuclear uh, forces treaty with Russia. NBC News foreign correspondent Lucy Kavanaugh, she is in London with a little bit more on the significance of this new weapon. Lucy, what can you tell us? Hey, Craig. Well, I would take this news with a giant grain of salt. The Russians have been trying to develop a hypersonic weapon system for a while now. Folks at the Pentagon have been concerned, but also skeptical about their ability to do so successfully. If you remember back in March, Putin had this big press conference where he unveiled a whole host of different new weapons, including this avant-garde missile system. That's what they're calling it. It's an intercontinental range missile, missile pardon me, which the Russians claim, and again, we have no way of verifying this travels at either five to 20 times the speed of sound. They say it can withstand temperatures of nearly 4,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Putin previously touted this thing as invincible because there's no missile defense system for something flying at hypersonic speed. So they carried out, they say they carried out a test of this thing today. The Russians say this avant-garde gl glider missile was launched from a military base in the southern Ural Mountains. 
Kamchatka, which is nearly 4,000 miles away. Russian television showed footage of something being launched. They released video of Putin watching the whole thing from a Ministry of Defense control room. I know you're seeing the footage right there on the screen. The Russian president, as you say, Craig, claiming the launch was a su success. He says the first regiment armed with missiles carrying these avant-garde gliders will be deployed in Russia next year. But again, it's just not something that we can verify. The threat of this kind of missile is that you can't really defend against it. So it is an escalation of tensions by Russia, but it's an escalation that we've seen for some time now in a variety of spaces. There was that brazen Russian attack on Ukrainian ships in a Kerch Strait. Some experts say that was Putin's way of testing NATO to see how the alliance will, will respond. And I think the Russian leader is basically looking to see how the Trump administration responds to this latest escalation. They have wanted to develop this weapon system for a while. And did you hear what she said? They want to see how the Trump administration responds. So for no, no other reason, this was done by Putin to see just how much of a bitch Trump is. Now, you can make all the excuses you want to make. Trump has talked trash to everybody. Every nation. But when it comes to Russia, Putin can do no wrong. Tell me I'm lying. Had this have been anybody else, North Korea, Iran, hell, probably even China. He would be all over the internet, tweeting, talking shit, showing his patriotism. But when it comes to Putin, he folds up like a little bitch. Like Jay-Z said, I don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> I don't believe Trump in his tough talk. See, all his followers get all riled up. Trump is going to do this and Trump is going to do that. Remember the idiots at QAnon that thought that Trump was going to lock up Obama and, Cl and Hillary Clinton? On um, They thought he was going to do it on December the 5th. <laughs> and, then, and then George Bush Sr. died. So they blamed the funeral and said, well, he's not going to do it on the 5th, but he's going to do it on the 17th. And then December came and left. Yeah. They want to make Trump look like he's such a tough guy, like he's such a badass. People forget this is the same man that ducked the military. I don't care what he do. I don't care how much shit he talks to Hillary, how much shit he talks about Obama, how much shit he talks about Pelosi, or fake news, or CNN, or 
NBC or hell, Rocket Man or uh, Iran. I don't care how much shit he talks. I want to see him talk that shit to Putin. Since you so big and bad, talk that shit to Putin. There's no Russian collusion. It's all fake news. Nothing to see here. It's nothing but a witch hunt. Okay, big badass Trump. Step to Putin. Putin is the one that's telling you, I got the damn nukes that can penetrate your defense, your, your military defense. But you don't want to deal with that. You want to deal with Iran. You want to deal with Rocket Man. Listen to the Victor Marvel Show. I'll be back in a minute. So Alex Jones is forced to hand over documents. InfoWars must turn over internal documents to Sandy Hook families. Um, this is what the judge ruled. Um, this is from the New York Times. It says, the families of victims in 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School must receive access to internal documents at InfoWars. The internet and radio show um, whose host, Alex Jones, has spread the false claim that the shooting was an elaborate hoax. It says a judge ruled on Friday, um, says the ruling was a legal victory for the families. Um, they filed a defamation lawsuit against Mr. Jones. Um, let me read this part right here. It says a gunman killed 20 children and six adults in the Sandy Hook shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, just over six years ago. And Mr. Jones helped to spread the idea that grieving relatives of those victims were paid crisis actors. Now, for you people that don't know what a crisis actor is, a crisis actor is someone who, or crisis actors are people that are paid to pretend to be uh, you know, victims and shootings, bombings, and basically what they do is they, um, they use fake blood, uh, they pretend to, some of them even pretend to be dead, okay, and I've actually seen Clips. There is a real thing as crisis actors, by the way. Okay. So let's, let's set the record straight on that. There is a such thing as, as crisis actors. Um, I've actually seen videos of bombings that 
supposedly took place in the Middle East where people played dead, pretend to be dead, and then when the, you know, it's just like a movie. You know, people lay on the ground and all bloodied up and everything, but then they get up and, you know, when it's over, it's over. It's like cut and then they get up and they, you know, go back, you know, to their normal lives or whatever. It's acting. Christ is actors. So Jones put out the theory that Sandy Hook was a fake massacre with crisis actors involved. And this lawsuit has been going on for some time by the victims' families. Now, I'm going to say this. This is why you have to be careful about what you say. People get on me sometimes for not speaking on certain conspiracies. But the reason why I don't is because of this. This this case right here is one of those reasons. If you don't know something, it's better to say you don't know than to be wrong. Okay. Jones, Alex Jones, is known to just throw things out there. Without fact checking, without fact checking, excuse me. He does it all the time. And this time it came back to bite him in the ass. You got to think to yourself, how would you feel? If your son or your daughter or your loved one was shot, killed in a massacre a deadly shooting and then you see some nut job on TV or the internet or podcast or whatever claiming that they faked their death and that the shooting didn't really happen this is irresponsible on the part of Alex Jones this shows that he will say anything to keep his listeners entertained. Maybe he really thought there was a crisis actors. I don't know. But I know he, well, I would think that he's learned a lesson from this because he lost this, uh, he lost this one. Um, let's go to the article here. It says, the plaintiffs in the lawsuit are relatives of five children and three adults who were killed and one FBI agent who responded to the shooting. Their complaint said that the families have faced physical confrontation and harassment, death threats, and a sustained barrage of harassment and verbal assault on social media. So basically what's happened, because of Alex Jones, these people are forced to endure even more suffering and pain. Because you have people that believe Alex Jones, 
And they go and harass these people who just lost a loved one. Calling them names, saying that they're fakers, saying that they're liars. And because of that, I say Alex Jones gets what he deserved losing this lawsuit. And I hope they sue the hell out of him. And let this be a lesson to everybody who's out there putting out false information or fake news, as Trump would like to say, especially, especially when it comes to someone losing their life. 